Hey there, it's Steve, and it is that time of the month. There is a load of new content coming out, and I've scoured through a few sources to help find some of the gems for the month of February 2022 for the following services in this order. Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. These things do change from time to time, so I apologize for any inaccuracies. And also, you can find timestamps in the description to jump to whichever services are relevant to you. Starting off with Netflix. And as is true of most of these services, on the first of the month, there tends to be an extensive list of movies, largely classics, that come and go from each service. For this month on Netflix, here were the names that I felt worth mentioning. On the first come Anaconda, Caddyshack, Despicable Me, number one and two, Donnie Brasco, The Addams Family, The Bourne Ultimatum, The Exorcist, The Hangover, The Last Samurai, The New Guy, The Other Guys, the first two Batman movies from the Christopher Nolan franchise, director Zack Snyder's Watchmen, and a movie that I cannot recommend enough if you've never seen it, and that is The Negotiator, which is an action thriller. It stars Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spacey. It's a very fun action flick, which has a little more to offer than just purely being an action flick. And as I finished that up, it just became official. Tom Brady has retired. Now you know the exact moment that I'm recording this. So moving to the second of the month, the Tinder sw- Tindler Swindler, which is a Netflix crime doc on a fraudster who attracted women using Tinder and then swindled them for millions. On the third, we have Murderville, which is a Netflix procedural crime sketch comedy series, which has some household names as regulars, and then there's a bunch of celebrity guests on the show. And they don't have a script. I can't tell if this show will be good from the trailer, but it definitely has my interest. It appears there is a skeleton script for the show's direction, but within scenes there is a lot of ad-libbing, etc. going on. It's very strange, and it almost has this like NBC show comedy feel to it. But then sometimes you have characters breaking the scene when one of them laughs, but it's not like it's filmed in front of a live audience. So, at least from what I can tell. So, there's a little odd vibe, I guess, that I get from the show. Question mark? I don't know. It looks interesting. Moving on to the 6th and the 8th, respectively, are a couple of anime titles, Season 4 of Sword Art Online, and a movie called Child of Kamiari. Um, which is about a girl who recently lost her mother and has to travel across Japan. That's the description I got. Moving on to the 10th is a movie titled St. Vincent from 2014. It's a comedy drama starring Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy, and Naomi Watts, which has pretty good reviews. I feel like I have heard good things about the movie in the past, so that just kind of jumped out to me. Then on the 11th comes a French sci-fi movie, which is directed by Jean-Pierre Joinet. Jean-Pierre Jouenet, who is a fairly well-established director, not a big name, but a guy who's done a few things for sure. Anyways, it is set in the year 2050. By the looks of the trailer, and the fact that it sees humans locked down in a house while an android war is going on outside, maybe it should be set in the year like 2150 and not 
2050, but visually it looks stunning, and the trailer gives away just about nothing. Then, on the 15th, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a pretty darn entertaining movie from 2009, and on to the 17th comes a new movie from Netflix called Forgive Us Our Trespasses, which is set in 1930s Germany and is about a disabled farm boy who is pursued by the Nazis for euthanization. It's described as heartfelt from Netflix themselves. Then on the 17th, Mo Gilligan, there's Mo to Life, a new stand-up special, and also a follow-up to Woo Assassins titled Fistful of Vengeance will also be available on the 17th. On the next day, on the 18th, there are several interesting options. Downfall, the case against Boeing, which is, of course, a documentary about the airplane manufacturer, Boeing. Also, an animated feature film based on Ubisoft games titled Rabbit's Invasion Special, Mission to Mars. I'm not familiar with Rabbids. I think I pronounced that Rabbits, but it's Rabbids, R-A-B-B-I-D-S. And it appears to have, like, a Minions, but less annoying vibe to the Rabbids in the trailer. It looks like a decent watch, and continuing on the 18th, Steve Carell's Space Force Season 2 premieres, and also, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is being rebooted with a new Netflix movie by the title, um, by the same title. So the Texas Chainsaw, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And a lot of horror fans are excited and nervous about that. Keeping the horror theme going, on the 21st, Rob Zombie's version of Halloween from 2007 will be available. And I'll sneak in that on the 28th, so will season 3 of Two Sentence Horror Stories. Moving back a little bit to the 25th, a new addition to Tyler Perry's Medea movies titled Homecoming. Well, Tyler Perry's Medea Homecoming, to be precise. Also, a new series titled Vikings Valhalla, which is the first of three seasons of that show that will be coming out eventually. And that is a spinoff of the series Vikings. There were also quite a few children's series that were starting or had a season dropping, and to be honest, there were several that I feel like I would have been interested in as a child. So, parents, heads up, those may be worth checking out. Moving forward to HBO Max, we have a couple goodies coming out on the first, including The Butterfly Effect, The Director's Cut, and Donnie Darko. Also, the big release of the newest Guillermo del Toro noir crime drama titled Nightmare Alley will be coming out on the first. On the third is the season two premiere of Ridley Scott's sci-fi drama series Raised by Wolves. Rick and Morty Season 5 will be available on the 5th. I don't know what the show Backyard Bar Wars is, but I think I get the idea just from the title alone, and I can't see how that would be bad. Probably a fun reality show type watch, which can be seen on the 7th and beyond, of course. Then on the 10th comes the newest Steven Soderbergh film, Kimmy, K-I-M-I, which stars Zoe Kravitz as a woman who works as a voice recognition specialist for a big tech company, which is apparently definitely not a stand-in for Amazon, quote-unquote. They make an always-on smart speaker. One day she hears what sounds an awful lot like a violent crime come through, you know, her while she's listening in somewhere, and she is told by management to look the other way. Her sanity is questioned as she pushes the topic, 
And I kind of think you would get the idea of how that movie goes from there, what type of movie that is. Also, on the 10th, we have Adventure of the Ring, which will be coming out. And then Antlers, a recent released horror movie, will be available on the 11th. Moving up to the 17th, The Many Saints of Newark will be available for all to see. And Season 2 of Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs premieres, which is obviously some sort of spin-off of The Flintstones, which hopefully is bringing joy to its viewers, just like The Flintstones brought it to me and many others. Jumping forward to the 23rd, and Free Guy will be available, which stars Ryan Reynolds, and it has some pretty darn fine reception so far. Finishing up HBO Max on the 25th comes The French Dispatch, which is the newest film from Wes Anderson. And I've heard it's one of the middling films for Wes Anderson, which doesn't mean it's bad, just that's where it lies within his own work. So let's move on to Hulu, of course. Starting on the first of the month, a few options here. Top Chef Season 18 in full will be available. The late 80s and 90s Batman Quadrilogy will all be available. Beethoven, the movie from 1992. Fight Club. The Flintstones movie. Major League. Robin Hood. Men in Tights. Rosemary's Baby. Whiplash. White Men Can't Jump. And HBO Max is not the only service that will have Guillermo del Toro's newest flick, Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley will also be available on Hulu. On the second, Pam and Tommy has its season premiere. If you haven't seen the advertising for that, it is about the relationship between Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, and I believe that it is focused around the infamous sex tape which was released around 20 years ago now. That's kind of its central focus, but I'm sure there's plenty more to that story. Then, Rick and Morty Season 5 will be available on Hulu, as well as it was on HBO Max. Then on the 17th, the complete sixth season of Trolls Trollstopia drops. Obviously, that is an option for the younger ones. On the 18th comes The King's Man. That's the newest addition to the Kingsman series. So it's the Kingsman three by another name but it is called the king's man which is kind of confusing for me i don't know why wrapping up hulu we have no exit which comes out on the 25th no exit is a suspense thriller which is based on a book by the same name imdb's description for it is during a blizzard and stranded at an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains, a college student discovers a kidnapped child hidden in a car belonging to one of the people inside. Isolation is always a good way to help create tension in movies or books or anything. It sounds like a very good book. I read up on the, the book's description and some reviews about it. So hopefully this movie adaptation is well done because I probably won't ever read the book. So cool if I could enjoy what the book offers so many people as well. And that will bring us to Disney+, Plus, which I should start out by admitting that last month I was totally wrong in my commentary about the book of Boba Fett. I should not have trusted Favreau on this one in this instance. So I'm pretty up to date on which episodes I've seen, meaning I have seen an episode which is really not a the Book of Boba Fett episode. It's a Mandalorian episode, and that was good. And you don't need to see the other rest of the series if you are someone who may not end up watching the Book of Boba Fett based on the reviews, but you watch the Mandalorian. Episode 5, I'm like 90% sure, is an episode that you should watch. It is just an episode of the Mandalorian. 
But other than that, the show really hasn't been very good. And I did do my research actually a few days ago for this recording. So as of that point, Disney's February was Bone Bear. Maybe they've added a couple of titles, but nothing really was expected to be dropping that would make this month a whole lot better. There is one somewhat major item coming to it, which is one that I have already announced as coming to HBO Max. And there is one that raises a little eyebrow, merely because it's the revival of a show from my childhood. I don't really plan on watching it, though. I'll start with a third item, though. Not one of those two, and that is Snow Dogs. On the fourth, the movie Snow Dogs will be available. I know some people loved that movie growing up. I never did see it, though. But, you know, nostalgia trip for somebody out there that wants to see it. Then we jump all the way to the 23rd of February. And the show that's being revived is The Proud Family, the new show's title being The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. The big-ticket item this month is Free Guy, which, as I stated earlier, stars Ryan Reynolds and had some pretty darn solid reception. Actually, better than solid. It is supposed to be really good. Let's finish this month's episode up with Amazon Prime. That was it for... (laughs) Disney Plus. Cruising through the list of movies on the first, the movies that stood out are Die Hard and Die Hard with a Vengeance, Forrest Gump, Half Baked, How High, Little Miss Sunshine, Robocop, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, The Rock, Touristas, which is probably lesser known. It's a horror movie which was released around the height of the torture porn genre in 2006. I own the movie. It's fine if you're into that genre, especially that specific genre, but it is nothing great. Um, It is really just all the things that you would expect from a torture porn movie that is set around a group of tourists who visit a rural Brazilian beachfront destination. Continuing on, what happens in Vegas, which similar to Touristas, is not great, and it's very paint-by-the-numbers for what it is. It stars Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. As I recall, they're pretty unlikable characters who meet up in Vegas, they get married, um, while they're blackout drunk, question mark, going off of a long memory here, they win a jackpot, and then they have to stay together for reasons that are, in like, involving the jackpot winning money but they despise each other and they cannot get along so it's um just your standard rom-comness built around that idea that all ensues and although it's not an incredibly memorable watch if you can tell uh i don't remember disliking the movie it's a fine watch if you and your partner want something light to watch together And um, the last thing that stands out is Workaholics Season 1 through 7 that will be available to watch. I have a lot of good memories from that show from college. And while we are not too far removed from the rom-com I just brought up, I suppose it is the month of love. Thus, on the 4th comes an Amazon original rom-com called Book of Love. Sparks fly between an uptight English writer and a Spanish translator who rewrote his failed book into an erotic novel. So there's that. And a second rom-com Amazon Prime original titled I Want You Back drops on the 11th. 
I Want You Back is described as a When Harry Met Sally-esque rom-com which stars Jenny Slate and the hilarious Charlie Day. Last up for this episode is an apparently hilarious show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which drops its fourth season on February 18th. That's all I have for this month. It is a bit sparse for new stuff, but definitely a few goodies it sounds like. Take care. I love you. You love you. Peace out.